It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. It is the first episode of 2022, and that means it is time for the Mondo 10 and the Rage 5 for the past year. The best and worst are on deck from this episode. So directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. Hey, Jim. And also we have the Merman. Yo. Hey there, Murray. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Ooh. I love 2022. Thanks to all who have been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please support us and join the growing Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. All members get special episodes and content only for members and all members that sign up will get a special limited edition Film Rage merch item. If you cannot commit to membership, you can still buy us a terrible movie rental and dare us to see it. And we will. Now... Because we just finished coming out of 2021, I'm just doing a quick recap of the countries that got to enjoy the full force of rage this year. With our number one listening, going from number one down to number, I don't know what. Canada, US, UK, Australia, France, Russia, Germany, Thailand, Italy, Ireland, South Africa, Philippines, India, Japan, Czech Republic, Spain, Indonesia, Norway, Ukraine, Taiwan, Sweden, Turkey, Singapore, Denmark, Panama, Netherlands, Finland, Estonia, Brazil, Austria, Greece, Iran, Moldova, Mexico, Nicaragua, New Zealand, Poland, Slovakia, Uruguay, Vietnam, and finally, a country that I have never heard of called Unknown. Isn't that where The Undertaker was from? Or it's Unknown? That's right. It's the home of The Undertaker. Right. We thank y'all for listening. See if we can double our country listenings next year. 2022. Movies are back at Canyon Meadow Cinemas. We are open for your viewing pleasure with great new films opening weekly. All health-regulated protocols are in effect for a safe and enjoyable experience. And don't forget, we should be your first choice for your next birthday party or special event. Can't make it to the cinema? We got you covered. Order concessions from our online store, and you can either choose curbside pickup or get them delivered via Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, or DoorDash. For more details, go to CanyonMeadowsCinemas.ca. Here at CMC, we would like to thank you for your continued support. And we are looking forward to seeing you at the movies. You've all been waiting for this for an entire year. You don't know what you should have watched last year. I didn't mean to make this a rhyme. And some of you may disagree with us In and time. think this is a crime. I see what you we are about to give our Mondo 10, but first, or is it second? No, it's first. It's first. The most important... Opinions of this year are our Rage 5. Yes. The worst of the worst. The worst of the worst of the worst. All right. So what was the what was the agreement? We're going to have 12 runner-ups and 15 
rages? 27 no. rages each. Yeah. <laughs> the followed by time. 17 runner-ups. I had a lot of runner-ups. Yeah, well, you're only allowed three, and Murray's got a mute. Okay, well. <laughs> Get the fingers ready, Murray. I will give only three. Three runner-ups. So my runner-ups, or as I like to call them, my dishonorable mentions. The unforgivable, which was unforgivable. Sandy Bullock in a melodramatic mess of a movie. It was total dog crap. Coming to America. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Eddie Murphy cashing in on some 80s nostalgia in this poorly conceived sequel. It was just awful. It was worse than the new original, and that's saying, saying a, a lot. lot. I like the original. There you go. Uh, Queen Bees. Almost, oh. almost crapped. Crap. Almost cracked. Almost <laughs> cracked the top five. Almost cracked the top five of the worst <laughs> of the year, but right on the cusp. Oh, baby. Queen Bee. So far, I'm loving your list, by the way. Mean Girls in a Senior's Home was beyond bad with terrible writing, direction, and an embarrassingly bad performance from Ellen Burstyn. I just felt so bad. I know. She was in this movie. Actually, it, it, it by made everybody. my heart ache that I, she was in this you movie. You know what? I think it was the start of the seed to plant for James Caan, too, by the way. Yeah, I think that, Because yeah. he was also awful. Yes. And we're still talking about him. <laughs> Ah, but you know what we're not talking about is Denise Richards. That's true. Thank God. But did that, that, that seems like that went on for about six months. I think that was last year. It was. It dominated about half the year. At any rate, now it's time for the worst of the worst of 2022. The Rage 5, according to me. Number five, The King's Man. Another unwatchable film from director Matthew Vaughn. The series did not need another sequel, and it sure as heck did not need a prequel. Number, yes, it did. <laughs> no, it did not. Number four. It was Mondo. F9. Oh. The franchise that has morphed into science fiction. <laughs> now they are in space. Driving and, a car in space. And That's breaking right. every law that applies to <laughs> physics. Truly mind-numbing stuff. Number three. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. What do you know? Another unnecessary sequel on the list. Well, so there's a yeah. there's a theme here. This time, Ryan Reynolds playing the same character he's, as he does in every movie that he's in. Only this time, there was not even one laugh to be had. Truly awful. <sighs> Number two, Don't Look Up. One of the best casts of the year and one of the worst movies of the year. It is an end-of-the-world comedy that is just not funny on any level. It was mad. It was awful. And number one, the absolute, absolute worst was, movie. I mean, and there was not even any competition. What? These other ones were bad. The this last, was, is it this the, was truly painful to watch. Was it The Last Duel? It was not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would say. What are you talking about? The Last Duel was one of the best movies of the year. The number one worst movie, not even close. Oh, I would be surprised if, if, it's, if, not it's, not your, if it's not your number one. It's going to be at least on your list. And I would imagine that it's got to be darn near number one if it isn't. Otherwise, with I question, otherwise I question of, your sanity. With a lot of hand-stopping bullets. <laughs> no, actually, that's not it. Oh, no. 
The no, the worst movie of the movie of the year for me, of the movie of the movie. The movie of the <laughs> moviest movie. It's got me all flustered because it was so bad. Cry Macho. Uh, yes. Clint Eastwood has never been worse as an actor. He has also never been worse as a director. The film fails on every level with mind-numbing dialogue and inexplicable character motivations, as well as the worst performance of the year. From Eduardo Minute as Raffo. Cry Macho is the biggest rage of the year. Well played. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be Murray's. Uh, no. I think we could have I some opposites. We, I don't agree with a lot of that. Just like the Olsen twins, opposites attract. Do they now? Let's hear from the Murr. What the hell does that even mean? What do you mean just like the Olsen Twins? What does opposites attract have to do with the movies? Olsen Twins? They sing a the song movies? about it. What? No, I'm pretty sure it's that's all... Paula Abdul. But... Oh, that's who it is. <laughs> Are you senile? <laughs> <laughs> well, he is the oldest one of us. So that's maybe. maybe. Oh, my maybe. Goodness. All right. All right. Let's okay, well, my runner-ups for the rages. Uh, number one, Wolf. Uh, it was an interesting Whoa. idea, but this the movie <laughs> it's just a runner up. It, it freaked me out. It, it was really, awesome. It, did. it was just it was twist. The only uh, thing I liked, I really liked was it. what's his name as the uh, as the, the bad guy, the bastard of a of a guy who ran the place. Yeah, he was a bastard. Uh, next up, card counter. What? <laughs> Oscar Isaac was good, but this movie almost made me hate Las Vegas. I love this, movie. and that's saying something. And I love his hair. And then finally, we have. Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Uh, well played, Mur. Well played. Everything I hate about slasher type films is boring and predictable. It was garbage. Okay. Now my You have top so many five. on this list that could be there. Oh yeah. We'll start hard. with the most recent one, Matrix Revolution. Fair enough. How can why did you agree to this? Why did you fall from this movie should never have been made he apart did it for from the money NPH pretty much hated every bit of this. He donated seventy percent. He donated seventy percent of his salary to yep. cancer research from yep. this movie. Still yep. did it for the money. Did it, but did he it gave for it the cancer else. research. He did it for the cancer. He didn't do it kids. to get rich. Uh, anyway, uh, apart from NPH, pretty much hated every bit of this. Not that I was a big fan of the original trilogy anyway. There you go. Next up, we have one of Bryce's favorites, Memoria. Oh. Tilda Swinton is brilliant, <laughs> but this was worse than the festival film what from the previous year, about? Last and First Man. <laughs> at, least I, there were, at least there were actual people in this movie. I legit question <laughs> your sanity right now. I'm kind of feeling Mer's buzz right now. You, you hate on Reynolds, I can hate on Tilda. <laughs> That's all I can say. Well, you weren't hating on her. You were hating on the movie. Well... Yeah, I like a lot of she, what she does, but this thing was terrible. Um, next I, up, I, 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 we okay. have Pig. What? <laughs> Nicolas Cage is, is an effing on? weird dude. What is going on? This right was now? one of his stupidest films. No it's Oscar ass, worthy. No yeah. pithy one-liners. Just a damn truffle pig. It was way too slow for a me. A man and his pig. This is and not then my it rage. was just a man. Allowed, you just trash yeah. It's only I number can trash two. Whoever I want. It's only number two. That's right. All right what's Next your... up is one of your favorites, yeah. The Last Duel. Oh my goodness! Nice. Should have known better than to go to a Ben Affleck, Matt Damon film. So good. But Adam Driver sucked me in. Because Matt, because he, he was awesome. So, he's so always good. awesome. The rest of the movie was horrible, except the actual duel. So it's like the first 20 oh, minutes and the last terrible. 20 minutes, 
I liked. The rest of it was terrible. If it was a 20-minute uh, sword fight film, I might have actually liked it. So it was like a turd sandwich is what you're saying. It was a big turd sandwich. Mm. And finally, biggest turd of them all. Yes. The Green Knight. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> no film There's a bucket made somewhere. me angrier than this one. I've loved medieval films, Almost knights and sword fights. your whole list is on my Mondo. Since I was, hey, I'm talking here. <laughs> if you check the website, you will see I gave all of these rages. It's, it's not really true. a shock. It's no, you're right. It's not a shock. Anyway, this film was I'm none of that. Shocked. No knights, no sword fights, just a stupid movie. So that's, like I said, no film made me angrier than this one. Oh so much rage. I love it. I was raging so much at the end of this movie. So, yes, you asked me my rage. That's my rage. Nice. You know what? You know the best thing about this episode is that Murr has taken off the gloves. I think this is a turning point for and our man, Murr. I love Hitman's wife's bodyguard. So there. <clears throat> it may make his top ten. So, But what's great about this is I think Murray is no longer going to just be nice to be nice to directors. No, I'm taking things personally now. There you go. Do it. Bring the rage, Murr. Bring it. All right. Go ahead. All right. So what am I talking about? Rages? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's my runner-ups. Okay. And somewhat fits into the sequel category, but not really, sort of. Okay. But Chris Rock's terrible film, Spiral. Yeah, oh, that, that was yeah. on my list. Too. was so it was, it was terrible. List, yeah. This was completely unwatchable. It was so badly acted. The script was terrible. Everything about this was awful. I waited like an extra year to see that I movie. know. I know. We <laughs> got to see I, it in driving. The anticipation almost killed me. And I've been waiting years. And then years I watched it. For, I've been waiting years for Samuel L. Jackson and Chris Rock to be in a movie together. And yeah. this, this, and is sure not, enough, this is not it. So so can I get an amen? We all agree hey, that was pretty yeah, bad. I'll agree with bad. that one. All right, good. Well, this one we're going to disagree on because yes. this one, I don't think you guys hated. Well, neither would have you hated it, but I absolutely hated it. I have a high level of expectation for M. Night Shyamalan and oh, Old yeah. made my runner up. Wow. This was this Sorry. was one of the most painful movies for me to watch. Every single thing I in it, it had. This was like, this is your to your point. This was everything that wasn't science that he was trying to make science. None of it made any sense. The story was old and washed up, just like apparently his movies are lately. I was not in love with old. Liked it. It's, it's awful. It's right. One that didn't crack the top five, Murr, but I'm giving you kudos, is The Last Duel. Oh, for crying out loud. Quite, possi wow. five, Quite really? possibly... Quite possibly the most painful Ben yes. Affleck experience yes. that's Thank ever you. existed he was ever. Brilliant. No, he was awful. He was Matt terrible. Damon was terrible. Adam was the only thing we're seeing yep. in this movie. The last your to your turd sandwich. Mine was like a was like a Big Mac of turd. There was a turd bun at the top that was covered with more turd in the middle, and then the ending was quite possibly the worst ending of any movie. Of any that's on my list, was the end of of the last duel. It was fantastic. Where there's there's an actual artery that is gushing out and just magically stops in the fifteen hundreds, and he walks away. It was just a flesh wound. Yeah, fantastic. it was it was literally the stupidest movie. What? I no, wait, it. apparently not, because there's five, five more. more to come. All right. So number me. five. Yes. Coming to America. Yep. Number two. Because 
It's number two. It's number two. In more ways than <laughs> in one. More, in every way. Number four. Yes. Which I was also looking forward to until I actually watched it. Yeah. Which was Bruised uh, by Halle Berry. This movie was horrible. It was bad. It had every sports trope and um, just did not do anything for every single... Yeah. It was stinky. She has to stick to acting, I think. What? Oh, yeah, because she directed it, too. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. But if you thought that was bad... And I did. <laughs> then you can't wait to talk about Thunder Force. Oh, Thunder Force. <laughs> <laughs> did you forget? When no, Thunder I, Force I, did Thunder not Force make your a, list. Thunder Force I'm was like, on the short list How did that well? not make either of your lists? There were a lot of rages, it was ten, man. This destroyed Octavia Spencer in my heart. Yeah, I, I now cannot stand. I can't look at her anymore yeah. without remembering Thunder Force. It's so bad. <laughs> this is so bad. But... <laughs> yes. Bryce was very close because my number two yes. was Cry Macho. All right. It is so painful. Like, I'm, I'm not a huge fan we were, of Clint's direction at the best of times. We were just laughing at how awful it was. It's it was weird. so awful. And it's like, it was like, oh. And the ending. Okay, maybe the ending. Maybe the ending from Last Duel was terrible, but the ending in this one was also pretty damn bad. Oh, yeah. We get all the way to the border and then, yep, yeah, see you later. Yeah, bye. <laughs> see ya. Gotta go. What's going on? But my biggest disappointment and my number one rage of the year, can you guess? Can you guess? Yeah, it's Matrix. It's the Matrix. Yeah. That movie was so terrible, and it never needed to be made. I'm sorry, Charlie Horse. Charlie Horse really liked the Matrix. Yeah, this was uh, this destroyed. I cannot believe I'm saying this a second time. Mm. Keanu Reeves is no longer eleven at every movie start. It's just it's not there anymore. That's well, he made a really bad but choice. John McFour is coming. It's true. You never know. Maybe he'll... He's still starting at a 10. Yep. It's not at 11. There you go. Well, it wasn't the movie we made before this one, Bill and Ted's. Yeah, but that was meh. It was <laughs> yeah, okay. but compared to the, the previous two... It's going down. So you're saying he's on a downward I think spiral? I think he might be. <laughs> so there's a few that we agreed on. I think we all can agree Spiral was terrible. We could all agree... That Thunder Force was terrible. I didn't see it, but I knew enough not to. We could all agree that Cry Macho and Matrix Revolutions was awful. Resurrections. Reservations. 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 Hi, Hi, this is me, Thomas Anderson, and I would like to make a reservation Mm. for two in the toilet. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, it's happy. Mondo! Mondo! Oh, I get to start. Dude. You do. You're the Mondo leader. Oh. You're the leader of the Mondos. Again, I guarantee you my list will not match yours, but let's just give it a shot. Let's see. But you know what? This music's actually making me think a little bit about Harry Potter. This almost could be it's a, a Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. It's got a little bit of Harry Potter feel to it. All right. My runner's up, of which I had five, because... Because you were asked to provide five? Yes. Well, up to five, said, but... First one uh, actually wasn't on our website at all, though I did see it actually 
on the plane. Oh. Huh, on the way from Vegas. Oh, oh my. I care a lot. Oh. Rosamund Pike and Peter Dinklage. Enough said. That was a rage for me. I that was her. also a I rage for me. <laughs> then we have the sadness. Nice. Zombies, blood, and gore done by And Rob our man Jabez. Rob. Mm-hmm. And my runner-up, Bryce, didn't mm. make my top ten. Yes. Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Oh, <laughs> the fact that you two hated it. I makes did not me hate it, Marie. I gave more. it a man. I Plus, hated it. Ryan Reynolds and Salma Hayek. So bad. Yow. And next up, together, together. My favorite film of this year's festival. Mm. It was actually quite enjoyable. All right. Uh, and then my final one is Antlers. Yeah. It's actually one of my favorite good. horror films from this past it was year. It was Despite good. the ending. Yes. I still gave it a mod, though. I like but it, it didn't make your top five, did it? It did not make my top ten. 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 Oh, right. Or the top five. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. It didn't make its top five. Or ten. Exactly. All right. You may notice uh, a few movies in here that you won't like, but first up at number ten, yep, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Mm, it mad. took Sony eight films; they finally did it right. It's a super. You know what I'm super proud of? Spider-Man's plus nearly every villain from all the films and a partridge in a pear there tree. You go. But you know what's awesome. I'm so happy about? What's that? Is it didn't make his number one? Because oh, I did kind of slam well. some people that that was their favorite movie yeah. last year. Number nine. Uh, then we have Riders of Justice. Cool. Nice. Which uh, I think we saw at Cuff. Or yep. And we gave it time. a Mondo. Yes. Uh, Matt Mickelson keeps getting better. He's damn sexy. And the supporting cast of math nerds that followed him around <clears throat> were hilarious. Q. Q, Q. Next up, we have Power of the Dog. Oh, nice. Okay. Benedict Cumberbatch was simply chilling and such a vicious bastard in this one. And we got to see his wiener. Uh, Then we have The Suicide Squad. Nice. James Gunn really knows how to make comic book films come alive. He does. In a deeply twisted and fun way. Yes, nom nom. Sylvester Stallone is nom nom? (laughs) Sylvester Stallone has never been better. Been more nom nom. (laughs) We have uh, number five, Last Night in Soho. Really? The music, the fashion. The murder. The color. Done beautifully by Edgar Wright. Cool. And I'm, and I'm officially in love with Thomasine McKenzie. Who isn't? She's awesome. All right. All right. Number four. Belfast. Belfast. Great beautifully clip. shot. Slightly long, but a magnificent period piece. Mm-hmm. Then we have Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I'm sure. <laughs> what? This almost made that my was that almost made my rage. Haven't enjoyed a film that much in a long time. Really? The Reitmans did it again. You would have gotten along with the guy. Will will always be on my undoubted. Who would the both had, both of them? Yes, I had an awesome time with this. Film. Nice. I'm glad you did. And then number even with Paul Rudd. Even with Paul Rudd, he wasn't nice. that bad. Then we have one that we all loved. Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was we very, did. very good. Can't believe how much I used to enjoy Joss Whedon. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was brilliant, but he really screwed up my all-time favorite superheroes in a movie I've been waiting my whole life for. There's been a lot of whole life waiting for I've us. literally been waiting for a Justice League movie since I was like eight. That was good. Uh, yeah, because I watched the... What do you call it? The Super Friends or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> the Super Friends. <laughs> so I was I was waiting. Shape for, of and yeah, the, water. And, and they finally came up with a Justice League movie. And 
Yeah, Joss Whedon took over and ruined it. Yeah. So yeah, Justin, what were the name of those twins again? It's Wonder Twins. I don't know. <gasps> the Wonder, Wonder Twins, twins powers activate. activate. Yeah. Form yeah. of yeah, liver. Anyway, this was freaking awesome. Four hours long, and could have been another hour. Superman as a badass. I loved it. Yep. It was very very good. Yeah. And then we have one of my favorites, The Trip. From oh. the director of my favorite oh, yeah, that horror was good. film, Dead Snow. Yeah, it was good. I love this one so much. This Super Mondo. Movie. It was very good. Uh, and finally, one I know you won't agree with, Free Guy. Yes, I love Ryan Reynolds. What number Deal is with this? this? Number, number one. one. This is your number one it's movie? My number one hey, movie. Guy. But you yes. gave it a mad, right? So you didn't yeah, hate it. I didn't hate it. There you go. So but that was my favorite. So but go. number one? Number one. It's okay. Hey, who are you to judge? That's right. He uh, had he had Affleck lover. Yeah, Aff you you, know a, you Affleck. Affleck can play any role. He can play anything that came out of if my They bum. were to like make a another period piece with like I don't know, Queen Elizabeth like the first. They could cast Affleck as Queen Elizabeth and he would nail it. They, he could he could play um, play do, you know, do you know at nighttime when it. Queen Elizabeth he would, the first? He wouldn't even need when, any makeup. He could just you know when, play Godzilla. Do you know when as ben Queen Affleck. Elizabeth goes to bed at night and then she has Takes to accidentally go poop yeah. at night? There's someone that actually comes in with Wipes a butt, butt bowl. Yeah, that that's what he could play. He could play the butt bowl. He could play the butt bowl. The poop bowl. Queen Elizabeth the first poop bowl. He nailed that. That I don't instantly. know. Well, he would because he can act. He can do anything. He can act like a poop ball. I agree. He yes. can. Apparently, we all agree on that. Yes, <laughs> no matter what the role is, you you give it to Ben Affleck and he will nail it. And if that's being a poop ball, then he will nail it. And if he, but he always seems to pull off a poop ball in most of his movies. Uh, okay, no. <clears throat> Here is my number five on runner-ups for this last year. Mm. Official competition. Oh, yeah. Time to make a movie with the best Spanish actors doing the best comedy drama in Spanish, no it was, less. It was a lot of fun. It was fabulous. And Tony Banderas was never better. Yeah, I was pretty giddy through that whole thing. Number four. Come on, come on. So the good. best uncle-nephew relationship film ever made. So in very, fact, very I don't... Good. Maybe the Almost only one made. made my rage. Awesome. Number three on runner-ups, Nick Baby at his finest. It is Pig. Pig was so good. And who doesn't love truffles? Apparently, Murray doesn't. That's right, I don't. But you know what goes good with truffles? Pig? What's that? Lamb. Oh, lamb was so good, too. <laughs> Pig and lamb. Back to back, baby. Uh, that's for our little vegan friend here. Yeah, Icelandic visual brilliance with a tasty, creepy, dramatic, horrific I fun. Loved lamb. I loved the whole delicious taste of lamb. So good. And that you know, at midway through the year last year, I never thought this would not have made the top ten. Mm. But apparently it just missed by one. What's that? My number one runner up. My fried berry of the year is fried berry. Fried berries are not even in your top 10? No, it is not. Oh, my goodness gracious. Our friend of Film Rage, Ryan Kruger, <sighs> Mindfuck Alien Invasion, Fried Berry makes number one in the runner-ups. Fair enough. Number 10, which we just saw recently, mm. 
which in my opinion probably is as close to a Verhoeven character film as you'll ever find The Lost Daughter by Maggie Gyllenhaal. So good. Such an amazing acting role. Character film, which is my favorite. Cool. Number nine. Nine. Iranian film of true love and sacrifice for your family with the cutest and most annoying kid ever in a movie, Hit the Road. Hit the Road was very, very good. Was number nine. Number eight. The best sci-fi film I've seen in years that had the most immersive music in film ever. Memoria? Is Dune. Oh. No. Dune. <laughs> Memoria almost made my raid. You just described Memoria and then you said Dune. I'm exactly. very confused. No, no. It's Dune. No, read back your first line again. The, the best sci-fi film I've yeah. seen in years. Okay. And then? With the most immersive music in a film ever. Memoria. No, it's Dune. <laughs> Memoria didn't even make... Well, it was very close to making my... If I would have had six rages, it might have made it. Okay. Number seven. Although released earlier, was released to North America in 2021. Mm. This is an evolutionary animated film. It is The Wolf House. The Wolf House, yeah. It was so brilliant. Yeah, it was great. Number six. Mm. I think it might be my only documentary that made my top 10. I have one documentary. I had, I have a few that should have made my top 10, but unfortunately there's too many good movies this year. David Burns, American Utopia. So, so much good. love, so much music, such a great message for the black lives matter. Yeah. That film was brilliant. Yeah. I was so happy watching that. I yeah. Even, there was so much joy to was, see it. it. Just, and just hearing him talk. He's just, he's great. I just love David Byrne. I am sad that I didn't see him live in concert last time he came through town. Number five. Yes. Last film show. Cool. Indian film magic through the passion of a young boy who doesn't want to to serve tea his whole life. That was so good. This movie was so good. Man, and there's so many movies. There's so many. Movies. I know there's so many good movies we got like to that see was last on my year. Show. Like, I don't know how that didn't make my top 10, but then I'm looking at my top 10. I'm like, I don't know who to take. But out. you put The Last Duel on there, which easily could have come uh, out. It's, it'll actually, spoiler alert, it's in my honorable mention. Oh, thank God. There is a, well, I can't say there's a God. I don't know that's true. Number four is Titan. So good. French horror masterpiece by the director of the delicious film Raw. Yep. And this one's just a little bit more cooked. It is indeed. <clears throat> Number three, the one I've been waiting to see for quite so many years, mm. Wes Anderson's eighth and now undoubted visual masterpiece, which is, in my opinion, still the most Wes Anderson film he's ever made, and that is The French Dispatch. Yep. Number two, which I'm surprised, well... I don't think Bryce will be surprised. Marie, probably not either. My number two, which isn't really number two, but it's the number two, Drive My Car. Japanese most inclusive film with characters that blow your mind in a film that is almost three hours long that I wish could have been another three hours more. How good that was film, well, again, How another character-driven film. I didn't. It didn't feel it like didn't it. Feel like it felt like five minutes, I, and like, I was like, "What? It's can over." We, it was, it was can so we please have another three hours? I was in it the was, booth, and yeah, it felt like three. Hours. <laughs> it was. I freaking love that. Talk movie. about character, like oh, th 
every single one I'm going to say without even like it wasn't part of my plan. Yeah. But every single one of my movies is a character film. Mm. Every single one, even though you didn't love Dune. It's a very character driven film. Number one, which I'm sure you're going to be able to guess. Bryce, what was my number one? Uh, I don't know. It's really? Flea. Oh, God. I'm an idiot. <laughs> of course it is. It's Flea. Of course it is. Yes. Uh, dramatic am- animated documentary that will transform all people to the knowledge of what immigrants and more importantly, gay immigrants go through as they escape their homelands. And also executively produced by the god of film, Riz Ahmed. Yeah. It, uh, Flea was awesome. And I've never seen you so emotionally involved in a film where it affected you like you came out of the film and it was still affecting you I couldn't half even hour speak. later it was yeah. like you, you couldn't even get any words out you're just so taken in by that film and it just it it's oh I I was yeah. I was pleased to witness you get affected that much by what was on the screen. I know I you know and and I gotta say of any film I've ever seen yeah I've never seen a film that has affected me I feel as like, much as... I, I feel like a total idiot because I literally said, I know what you're... No, like, I think it was like a week or two. I know what your number one's going to be Flea. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you knew that. So you're like, like, you know like, what I it is, right? I'm spot. like, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did predict that. Yeah, it was, it was very, very good. All right, does that mean it's my turn? It is your turn. All right. So my honorable mentions for the old Mondo 10... Uh, we're going to start with Mogul Mowgli. Oh, look yes. at that. Riz Ahmed still f- shining a light. He is indeed. We go from Riz to Riz. Uh, Riz Ahmed gives another mesmerizing and intimate performance as a rapper who is battling with his past, his identity, and his body. One of the best performances of the year. It's Riz Ahmed. It's unquestionable. And my number four on the honorable mention list is The Last Duel. <laughs> Matt Damon and Ben Affleck co-wrote and star in this Ridley Scott film. Adam Driver also stars and gives a very good performance, as does Damon. But Affleck steals the show as Count Pierre. One of the best performances of the year. I just loved, loved, loved him in every minute of this film. Every every second Affleck was on screen was pure bliss. as, As the poo bucket of the movie. Belfast. Kenneth Branagh's love letter to the place he grew up is perfectly cast with a great soundtrack and a story worth telling. Uh, Love Belfast. Uh, Then we move on to my second runner-up, The Lost Daughter. Oh! Maggie Gyllenhaal's directorial debut is as impressive. Um... As was Olivia Coleman starring yeah, as brilliant. just a truly deplorable mother. Um, she's an awful movie in a Mondo. Or she's an awful movie. She's an awful, awful person, person in a Mondo movie. movie. Yep. I'll get it out. And you will not agree with this one at all, but it is a runner Memoria? up. It didn't quite. <laughs> heck no. Memoria is way, way, way higher on the list there, Jim. Mass. The best acting ensemble of the year as Martha Plimpton, Jason Isaacs, Reed Burney, and Ad Dowd give the performances of their lives in the story of grief and forgiveness. And you hated it. I you absolutely hated it. Hated sure it. You did. I did absolutely hate it. Actually, you're, you're a rage. They missed me not to see it. Nice. <laughs> it was excellent. 
All right, so yeah, now you on to the main event. It. We are the top 10, the Mondo 10 of 2021 for me. My name is Bryce, and I like to party. My name is Jim, and I also like to party. So, number 10. Uh, it actually got released quite a while ago, but it didn't come to anywhere near us until 2021. It is the documentary named Maxima. Mm, Big mining is exposed good. in this doc as we are introduced to Maxima, an unbreakable, a willed indigenous woman who takes on a multi-billion dollar international corporation as well as her own government as she fights for her way of life. Just she oh, is she a was so special, good. special human being. I want to see her in just oh, random places, you know, like she's so fantastic. I want her to be the Bill Murray of it's, South it's, America. Sometimes you watch a movie and you like fall in love. Yeah, I fell in love with her. She oh, is yeah. so awesome. Uh, number nine. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Joaquin Phoenix stars alongside Woody Norman in one of the happiest sad films I have ever seen. <laughs> it was so, so good. And when have you seen an uncle-nephew relationship ever yeah. come close to anything like no, this? No, it was, it was fantastic. So well acted. Just loved, loved, loved that film. Uh, number eight. Nightmare Alley. Oh, wow. This film is brilliantly paced as it meanders its way to the closing scene, which is one of my favorite five minutes on film this year. It was pretty good. Number seven, The Green Knight. <laughs> From the very start, you are immersed in the thick atmosphere of this film. Dev Patel proves once again that he is a star as he takes us on a journey of self-discovery. It was awesome. It was so good. Number six, we just saw it. Licorice Pizza. Alana Haim and Cooper Hoffman star in this Paul Thomas Anderson film that transports you to the San Fernando Valley in the 1970s. We also get some fantastic cameos from Bradley Cooper and Sean Penn that adds to the enjoyment of this film that had me grinning from the first frame right through to the final credits. Licorice Pizza was pretty delicious. Number five. Drive my what? car. Nice. Desperation turns into inspiration in director Ryus. I knew I was going to mess his you name get, up. His name is Ryusuke so, Hamaguchi's brilliant yes. film. I still cannot believe the runtime of this was three hours. I can honestly say it is the fastest three hours I have ever experienced. It is an intimate, complex, epic film about love and loss, and it was Mondo. So, so good. Number four, The French dispatch Whoa. Wes Anderson delivers another super enjoyable film loaded with the usual suspects that tend to inhabit his films the time and care that he must have put into every shot is yeah. so impressive the set de designs are beyond impressive Wes Anderson is on the short list of my favorite directors like of all time and yep. this this film solidifies that you know that reminds me we should I'm placing this in our hearts now yeah. It's because we're going to have some pretty shitty viewing this coming month. It's looking <laughs> bad, isn't it? You, you looked think, ahead to the releases, did you? <clears throat> I think I think we have to make our a list of our top 10 directors of all time. Yeah, we should do that. Let's do it. All right. Number three. Oh, this, this movie gave me so much joy. So, so much joy. <laughs> Don't look at me. It, its name is Doug Doug. <laughs> Dig Dug? No, no. <laughs> no. Dig Dug? Dug Dug. 
It <laughs> is Doug? a it is a colorful colorful feast for the senses wrapped in absurdist comedy with some poignant commentary on religion with an inexplicable musical number in the middle of the film that just adds to the insane fun that this film delivers consistently throughout. This film from India is just a really really good time i wish i could have seen i it can't all. believe you didn't see i fell asleep i can't believe you <laughs> and fell then asleep. It, and then it was it was the last night so i didn't get to see it again oh. i'll see i will see it yes number three wait is it Doug, was it Doug. bollywood dancing uh there was there was some oh yeah there was some dancing okay, in it yeah well, it was, the the middle part it's just it's insane it's like you just you're enjoying everything about it so much and then it just, it just shoots off into these crazy tangents. And it's one of those things where it's not craziness for the sake of being crazy. Like, it all makes sense. Mm. It's just so much fun. And it's just, and they worship a motorcycle. A motorcycle nice. is now their god. It's just, hey, it's do you so mean good. to see a movie? Oh, I just saw a movie about that. <laughs> all right. Number two. Fried Berry. What? Ryan Kruger directs this film starring Gary Green as Barry, who gets inhabited by an alien entity that takes over his body and takes him on a drug-soaked adventure. More insane fun with this movie. Gary Green creates a character in Barry that I will never forget. He's awesome. So good. And number he's also one. A, they, he's also a friend of Film Rage. So. He is. And number one. As if there was any doubt with anybody that actually saw this and actually appreciated it for what it's it was. It's Flea. It is Memoria. The mm. absolute best movie of the year. And it's not even close. I mean, I love my top 10. Usually, you know what? I do these top 10s and it's like the top three, it's close. I'm like, I'm not sure. Like I can mm -hmm. flip flop them and... This year wasn't that case. No. There was no question of no, what number one was going to be. Yes. It is Memoria. Do, do you know that also on top of it making your number one for the year, mm. if all the movies that are in your top 15, mm. it had the most visual time of people walking. It was very, very good. There was lots. There was. There was lots of walking. Lots of walking. I, I know there was. Lots I know. Of so it doesn't come as a surprise no, to Murray and I. But it do, we do have to say that we don't like as much walking in films as you do. So, Memoria. This Colombia, France, Germany, Mexico, Qatar, UK, China, Switzerland co-production is a hypnotizing, expertly crafted film that is brought to another level by the performance of Tilda Swinton. Lots of still wide shots that let you take in every moment while at the same time allowing you to contemplate exactly what you are watching. Every scene in this film is brilliant. It is a film that demands your attention from the very start and then holds it hostage for the duration of the film. This was a haunting and unforgettable experience. Memoria was the best film of 2021. I will 100% agree it was unforgettable. It was. And, was, I, and I was almost falling asleep just listening to him talk about it. <laughs> I love, love, loved Memoria. Have you I, seen any of his other stuff, by the way? The uh, director? I'm not sure that I have. You should dig into... Because if... I, I don't like his direction style. I really don't. But if you do, he's mm -hmm. made some other ones, like his um, Uncle Boondies, um, blah, 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 kidney transplant, whatever. I'm sure you'd love that one just as well. His, his style is very much 
present in what he's do- he does. All right. So and you should uh, definitely dig into him more. I think I think I definitely will. I think you should. If they're even a fraction as good as Memoria, you, I yeah, would love them. I, I also didn't like them, but <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to like them. I just, you know, when you when you know that someone likes a certain style, it's like, get on it, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It is time for our Film Rage Awards, because that's how serious we are about it. Oh. <laughs> so this was, this was a this tough... This music's so good. This, <clears throat> as much as we hate, 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 hate well, award shows... You too. Yeah, it was decided earlier this year that we were going to create the Film Rage Award. And because none of us can agree on anything by the sounds of things... We've all created our own award. Yes. Because really, there should really not be anything more than one. Ultimately, we know that runner-ups and... I was confused. I had had a list of about 30 different awards, and then all of a sudden I read your email a little more carefully, and I'm like, oh, he actually expects us to only have one? Yeah. We decided this earlier in the year because... We were bitching. Don't you remember even last year we were bitching and complaining about the fact that well, you is this were. is this a runner? No, you did. Oh, the okay. runner up or what what are they called? The I don't even know the names because I don't watch award oh, shows. Oh, I was anymore. I was bitching about best supporting yeah, actors. Yeah, supporting actors and actors. And, actors. and then yeah, yeah, you've yeah. now got people that are on the spectrum or they're people that are on, you know, the LBGTQ well, plus. So last, uh, where do they fit in? Last it year makes was, no sense. Last year was so stupid because the, uh, the, uh, the uh, what is it? Uh, Jesus and the Black Messiah? Yes. Is that what it was called? I Judas. Think so. Judas and the, the Black, Black Messiah. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas in the movie and the Black Messiah in the movie, the two, they were, they, they were actually the ones that were both nominated. They're both leads. For Same supporting so, so thank you for, for convincing everyone out there that award shows are a stupid and there should only be one award that's given out, which is the most important f- either film or, or performance. acting performance yep. by anyone. Doesn't we're not saying they're a man, we're not saying they're a woman, we're not saying they're somewhere in between, we're not saying anything except this is our award. And as Bryce has already alluded to it, it was my number one of last year. My film rage award goes to my best film of the award ah. because it's an animated feature. Mm. And I, I did battle this because I was going to give it to Riz Ahmed. Yes. But he wasn't in Flea, so, no. so he can't get it. But Flea was the most emotional tie to any film I want to say I've ever seen. Ever. Right. There you go. So Flea. Flea gets the... The gym. best... Best. Film Rage Jim Award. The best Film Rage. Well, I guess if that's what he's called, the best Bryce Film the best The best Film Rage, film Bryce, Rage Bryce, Award. Bryce Award. That's right. Goes to Gary Green for best performance of 2021 as Fried Berry. It is a performance that gave me more joy than I thought was possible. Thank you, Gary Green. Gary Green. Nice. All right. Well, as someone who actually does watch award shows and actually doesn't mind them for the most part, uh, my category is best superhero film of the year. 
there were actually 10 of them. And I have five nominees because every award has nominees. No, we're doing yeah. one. No, Murray. No, one wins it, but there's five nominees. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because it's an award. Mm-hmm. Awards of nominees. No, so if you guys no, watched them, you no, would know that. But that's not. No, what no, no. We're but, doing. but Murray. No, no, it's still one award. Murray. It's one award. Murray. There's no nominees because you're just creating it. You can't nominate for yourself to award it. No, I am nominating. No, yes, you I can't. Am. Bryce, reach over and hit the mute button until he's finished. Yes. <laughs> anyway, there were 10. I would like to put on record that the rest of the Film Rage crew does not agree with what Murray is about to do right now. Or what I'm about Even to say. Even I followed the rules this time. Yeah, and you never followed Whatever. the rules. Uh, yeah, my nominees are Black Widow, The Suicide Squad, Spider-Man No Way Home, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and Free Guy. And... The best superhero film of the year is Free Guy. There you go. So there you go. Thank you for following the rules. I told you I was going to follow the rules. I just have to have nominees. There's no nominees. You're the one that's nominating yourself. Every category has nominees. Yes, but we're not that. We are film rage. We just tell it like it is. This is it. I never make no mistake with your life. This is it. So there. The feeling is over. This was done. Without my consent. So just so you know. Well, you should have showed up to every episode. Whatever. (laughs) Vision blurring. Rage taking over. All right, Rage on. Well, originally I had a whole thing planned for this, but now my Rage of the Year is that Murray doesn't follow directions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Too freaking bad. No, I'm going to stick with my original one. I hate superhero movies. Mm. I'm now, unless it, it gives me something new, and it's not just the same movie as it was before the other movie before it, that has the exact same plot, which is either A, origin story, meet a bad guy, he lives at the end, there's a love interest, probably, and then it ends. I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to be nice anymore. That's what I'm saying. I'm tired. I'm tired of them. The fact that the MCU now is now overtaking everything. If you add up the amount of superhero movies that we had to watch last year, mm-hmm. I bet you the worldwide gross on all those movies added together probably surpass all the other movies that were in the cinemas. Oh, this is embarrassing. Indeed. That's my rage. Cool. And I'll probably continue it on. What's that? This is the rage that never ends. Oh, yeah. It just goes on and on, my friends. Rinse and repeat. Somebody started raging about it, knowing what it was. And I'll continue raging it forever just because. That's fantastic. Nice. So this is a familiar rage for me as well. Well, it's the it's the summation of all your rage from last year. Oh, this is the thing that made me mo- most angry throughout the year, and I probably raged about it five or six times, and I might have even raged about it last week, and I'm going to rage about it again because it's the thing that ticked me off all, all freaking year. I can guess it. Want me to guess it? Go ahead and guess it. We cannot get the films here in our cinemas, which we deserve. Mm, no. Oh. Of the top 50 worldwide box office for movies in 2021, 25 of them were either remakes or sequels. 
25 out of the top 50. Gr- gross. Yeah, it was gross. 25 <laughs> remakes gross. or sequels. Yet people go to them. I know. This is what... They dominated our theaters for the entire year. There were so many times throughout the year that I was waiting for a certain film to come out, but they never did. Why? Because some stupid remake or sequel was taking up over half the theaters. Yep. There was a tremendous number of great films this year, but many of them never even got to the cinema. As we were force-fed the latest redundant Marvel offering or some remake of a film that did not have to be remade. That is my rage that sums up last year at the movies. You know, <clears throat> your your rage is one that's we all I think we all feel. Yeah. Like there's just not enough original original content. content that comes through. It's 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 actually frustrating because now that the films, those all those sequels and everything are making money and they make so much money that the studios aren't gonna stop making it. They but you would you would think that that people would eventually, would eventually get tired of it we have well we have i'm not sure if murray agrees he's like no, really. he loves superhero movies i do so uh, i don't mind some of the sequels uh, well they're mad yeah if it's a superhero movie it's mad except for it might be rage for me all year this year well we'll see rage subsiding Hey there, this is Frankie Sparks. And this is Scott Eisenberg. We're married. And we have a podcast called Shoot the Flick. Every week, Scott and I introduce each other to a new movie the other one has never seen. We talk about it, give our thoughts on it, and also share some behind-the-scenes fun facts. We want you guys to come along and enjoy the movies with us. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at ShootTheFlick and check out our weekly episodes every single Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. Come and listen to us now as Frankie and I Shoot Shoot the the Flick! Oh, you know what we need in this episode. There we go. Well, I'm afraid you guys are not going to enjoy my minute this week. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Raggy. I've decided to talk about movies that I'm looking forward to in 2022. This doesn't sound too bad. Spoiler alert, there may be a couple of superhero movies in Oh, no. Starting with The Batman. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, but you said they're all meh. Except Robert Pattinson. uh, In the second year of fighting crime, Batman uncovers corruption in Gotham City. It connects to his own family, and he fights the Riddler. I'm I'm already excited about it. You've convinced me. Bring it on. <laughs> Next up is The Lost City. Just saw a trailer for it recently. What's that? Uh, it's a reclusive romance novelist on a book tour with her cover model. It's kidnapped, basically. Is this like romancing Bull- the stone? It is Sandra Bullock, Dandri- uh, Daniel Radcliffe, okay. Daniel Radcliffe, Daniel Brad Pitt, and Channing Tatum. Oh. Looks Daniel oh, Radcliffe. Oh, yeah, that looks awful. But it's got it Daniel Radcliffe. Awesome. He's awesome. Uh, next up, we have one you probably haven't even thought about. Uh, the Northman. Maclean director Robert Eggers. The Northman yeah. is an epic revenge thriller that explores how far a Viking prince 
will go to seek justice for his murdered father. I already like the sounds of it. Starring Alexander Skarsgård. And Murray Boyer. Anna Taylor-Joy. Nicole Kidman. And Willem Dafoe. Whoa. I'm excited. Next up, we have one of uh, Jim's. I'm sure he's looking forward to. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yes. This is a cash-strapped Nicolas Cage. I can't wait to see this. Agrees to make a paid appearance at a billionaire superfan's birthday party. wait to see this. But is really an informant for the CIA, since the billionaire fan is a drug cake pin and gets cast in a Tarantino movie. This is by far the most I'm most Nicolas excited Cage, to see. Nicolas Cage, Pedro Pascal, Neil Patrick Harris. Nice. And Bryce's girl, Tiffany Haddish. This uh, has the potential to be awful or fantastic. Fantastic, I know. <laughs> and I'm not sure which. I know. It looks aw- Have you seen the trailers for it? I have not. It's so good. Funny. He plays it's himself. So good. He plays himself. He plays himself. Okay, the next two you're not going to like at all. Oh. Wah, wah. In May, we have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I like Benny's Cumberbund. And a Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch, Rachel McAdams. And Michael Stalberg. It's a superhero movie. Directed so by Sam Raimi. What? What? Okay, well, that basically, changes everything. Basically, Doctor Strange fights an evil version of himself. Mm. So that's basically all you need to know. Sounds Next unique. Up, one that keeps getting pushed back. That these boys cringe every time they hear the name. Top Gun I, Maverick. I knew you were going to yes. say that. So I'm if it def- doesn't have Val Kilmer, it's not worth it seeing. It does have Val Kilmer. Uh, it does. It looks awful. And Jennifer Connelly. It looks. Gonna be it so literally bad. looked like and the same. My number one. Yes. Most anticipated movie. Thor: Love and Thunder. Okay, I'm Taika on board. Taika Taika Waititi. It's it's it could. It's the fourth movie of the Thor saga. It's got Christian Bale in it. It only Natalie has to be Portman met. as as a Thor, not the Thor, but a Thor. A Thor. Karen Gillan, who of course was that blue woman. What's her name? Yep, the blue woman. Yeah, one from the Avengers. Like the blue man group, the one with but the, the blue uh, woman group. The, the one with the body parts. Yep. Yeah, her. Whatever her name <laughs> the one is. With the body parts. She's well, mechanical. Well, like not. Yeah, what the, not Gamora, but the other one. Yeah, the Gamora's sister. Yeah, that one. Anyway. Okay. The blue so, woman and group. That's yeah, not yeah. all of them, obviously. That's just a few that I picked out. That but I, it's it's Taka Waititi. Which yes. is a big film for him. It only has to be mass, so it's superhero. It's, it's he well, stays. That, is that his eighth? That's his eighth. Mm. Is yep. that his eighth? Okay. Yep. Anyway. Ace directed film. Okay, that's all we got. All right. That list was not as terrible as you made us uh, think it was going to be, Mer. Mm. All right, are we actually doing this? Yeah, we are. Except for one of us didn't get to see this, but we have had discussions in the past that it doesn't have to be both of us to see it because depending on what the outcome is. I, I feel like I let you down though, Jim. You did let me down, but but we're going to have to do a recap now of where we're at because this was p- quite possibly the worst James Gunn movie I've ever seen. And he was only in it for a very short period of time. Right. It seemed like it was a made-for-TV docudrama and every five minutes they would put in real life people commenting like almost like it was director's commentary throughout the film the music was completely awful um and they had a 30 year old playing a 16 year old it was it was so completely terrible as i'm watching it i had to question if bruce kalk 
if you look up this director for the movie Con Man, yeah. I swear to God, it was Frank D'Angelo's doppelganger. Honestly, when movie. I when I first looked up the film, I thought, oh, this looks like a Frank D'Angelo movie. It 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 could be. But, it was that bad. Yeah. It was literally that bad. Huh. So you you can sort of well, I guess I thank you for for pulling one for the team. Yeah. But the, uh, what I does feel this bad do? That I didn't share your misery. Where where are we on this now? That's got to that's got to toast him, doesn't it? I'm sick of James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I shouldn't say that because I watched a couple okay ones. I'm, yep. sure, I'm sure he will die soon. So maybe, but that's not. That's, that's not a happy. No, that's not a happy. I don't want. I Maybe want he'll to. pick good movies. Yeah, I just want him to be. I want him to be in good movies. I want everybody to be in good. I, movies. I I think because although Marie gave Undercover Grandpa a meh, Holy Lands was a meh, but we thought Underground Grandpa was a rage. Mm-hmm. Con Man is a rage. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do the J. JK Ranches. You know what? I think you and Murray have to see out of the blue. What? Yep. Because if Murray gives Murray gave Queen Bees a meh. I did. And so if he he sees out of the out of blue and he gives it a mondo, he's not on it. If he gives it a meh, he's also not on it. So actually we should really get Murray to watch this. Yeah. So I have to rage about it? Is no, 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 no. To keep James Kahn off of the doubted list, you just have to give Out of Blue a meh. Well, there will be. Well, you don't know till you watch it, though. That's right, you. Murray. Now that the new and improved Honest Murray's out, <laughs> we've released the rage in his soul. Maybe you will rage because it's a, it's a four-point thing. Yeah, don't stop being nice. You're not paid to be nice. I'm getting paid? You're paid in hugs and kisses. All right, whatever. Okay. So, Murray's taking one for the team this time. He's going to see Out of Blue to try and save his man, James Can. No, James Mon. James Con. You got it. Nice. I knew you'd get it eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did we make a decision on... um, Who's the dude playing um, what's his face on the you know what oh, yeah, superhero movies? No, Jerry, Jared Leto. Did we make a decision on Jared Leto? I don't know. I didn't even know we were talking about Jared Leto. Well, it I, wasn't something we could make an instant decision on. Well, I think we did. Well, when he can't be on for what? He mesmerizing. Yeah, mesmerizing. Of course he is, but he can't be on the list because he was in that stupid movie with Rami Malek. Well, he can still be mesmerizing. He can't be yeah, undoubted. Yeah, I understand though. that. He still can't be undoubted. Let's though. not. Let's. Uh, why are we still adding people to the? Me- we need to be taking people. But off it was the something that was list. so obvious. Because he's pretty, pretty damn mesmerizing. He definitely is. I'm actually looking forward to Morbius, another superhero movie, but it'll ultimately be meh because it's a superhero <laughs> movie. So we did add him before Christmas. There so. You go. Well, that's all we got for the list this week, unless we're going to do a mesmerize off. Marie's going to no. put, we'll, we'll put have, together a package for us. We'll have a more intriguing list next week, I think. You think? Well, I, I'm hoping we're going to be exciting. On from James we'll have a final episode with James. Oh, God. <laughs> Last year, as in two weeks ago, 
The Ranger Dare, our beloved dynamic duo pulled from our valued listeners' dare bag. The 2009 Wayans Brothers dancing, dancing dance comedy? Dance flick. This week, Bryce is back in the hot seat alone when he can choose rage or dare. Let's check in with Bryce and see if this movie made his foot loose or is he telling a West Side story of rage? Hmm. I'm going to keep this super duper short. Short and sweet and to the point. I really don't want to talk about this movie. Dance flicks seem to be a slam dunk for parody, yet somehow the Wayans managed to mess it up. The movie is misogynist and homophobic and just kind of gross. Literally no laughs in its 83-minute runtime. Oh, and we got David Allen Greer in a fat suit. Enough said. This was a rage. You know what? Every single thing you said was exactly how my heart felt. But I had other words that kind of said that. Now I don't want to say anything because you, you, well, you literally it? It did a perfect... You, did, was... <laughs> you literally did a perfect, perfect review. Yep. Right, so I, I have nothing else to say. There you go. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. What he said. Yeah, this movie was awful. Yeah. It was so, so awful. It was insulting. It was just... It's, I can't imagine anybody... I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. Whoever put this in our bag knew what they were doing. Yeah. This was, uh, this was, this was uh, well played. But you know what makes it even better? What's that? It's your turn. What? You get to choose to it's rage. It's always my turn. You don't even know what turns are. All right. Uh, rage or dare? Rage or dare? Rage or dare. So if I choose dare, it'll probably be something pretty good. Although I think Dance Flick came out of the dare bag. It did. It? My bag has been yeah, full of you know chock what? full of there's goodness. A, there's a lot of juice in your bag. <laughs> Maybe I'll grab the tiny it's, ones. It's the tiny to... ones are are like um, what are those uh, those gums that had the juice in it when you bite into it? Okay, which are the ones I want? The little ones. The little ones are the are the freshly squeezed juice. Freshly juice. squeezed juice. <laughs> okay. Rage juice of deliciousness. Are you ready for this? <laughs> He looks happy already. Uh, I, I think I know what this movie is. I believe it's, I want to say it's it's uh, Gerard Butler. I think maybe Jennifer <laughs> Aniston was in it. <laughs> so I believe the one you're talking about. Which is it? What's it called? It's called The Ugly Truth. Oh, yep. God. It's from 2009. Am I right? Is that the movie that I'm yeah, It's from 2009. I believe so. <laughs> it's so true. I thought you were going to say The Bounty Hunter because I'm pretty sure I, that was in that one too. Oh, yeah, no. Maybe I'm mixing it up with the bounty hunter. Jennifer Aniston. Well, she she wasn't in the Ugly Truth then. What? No, it was Cat Cat. Yeah, that Catherine. It's your even someone you love even more. Catherine. Catherine Heigl. Yes. Your absolute screen she, crush. She is so bad. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, yeah. No, I was I was I was combining that movie with uh, the bounty hunter. I I somehow morphed the Ugly Truth and the bounty hunter into one movie, but. Unfortunately, it wasn't. They they're made, both. They're both. <laughs> they both have Gerard Butler. That's right. <laughs> you, pretty, you could pretty much pluck any Gerard Butler movie and throw it in the rage bag, and <laughs> it's gonna be a winner, winner. A Gerard dunk. Butler dinner. Uh, all right. I'm watching the Ugly Truth from 2009. Uh, sadly, I've already seen it. 
And now I have to watch it again. I thought when yep. I watched it in the theaters in 2009 that that would definitely be the last time I'd ever have to quit <laughs> that piece of crap. But maybe in the 12, 13 years that have gone by since then, maybe... It's gotten better with my, age. Well, maybe my tastes have changed. Maybe I'll look at it too and see the sophistication and the humor. I think that's a probably a 99.9% chance of not happening. Yeah, I think it's going to be total crap. All right. Nice. Ugly truth. I'll watch there it before go. next week. And just like Film Rage, it's the ugly truth. Well, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Some Super Rage love to our members, Julene from It Goes Down in the PM Podcast, James and Philip for their continued financial and moral support to our extended Film Rage family, who you can find on our show notes. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Follow us at Audea, A-U-D-E-A dot I-O, and search Film Rage YYC for bite-sized film reviews. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Red Bubble and Tee Public, where you will find our newly created slogan on our t-shirts and it's fantastic we are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners so please like and subscribe and send us an email to filmragecalgary at gmail.com dare us to see terrible movies to feel our rage but no matter what you do just please make us rage please please that's it for this week rage on rage on <laughs>